No, I was surprised Carla liked me in the first place because I thought she was like extremely pretty, and I was like, oh shit, like. I feel like you're she surprised. Asked, she asked me out to like to Ooh. to go to go get a drink, and I was like, really? I was like, well. it was just after work. She was my boss at the time, so she was. Nice. She, she asked me. <laughs> she asked bad. me to go get a drink, and I was like. Okay, let's so let's go. Next time later, it was just us two, and it was like kind of more of a date date. I was like, mm. oh, okay. Well, how do you know, how did you know that it was a date date as opposed to just two people hanging out? I've never been good at that. Oh, when we both wanted to smash. Oh. <laughs> so I think it was like, and I was just like, oh, okay. It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Yeah, like Fuck. I feel... Oh, my nose! Ow, ah. ow! Well, Melissa scared the shit out of me the last time I was using a neti pot because I was under the impression that I could just use water from the sink. You're supposed to be using DI water. Oh, yeah. No, you're filtered supposed to be water. filtered water because you can get an infection. That's what she was saying. She was saying, infection. like, in some cases, you could get, like, a brain amoeba. And I'd been I'd been doing this for two weeks straight because I had, like, a <laughs> severe cold. Oh, brain amoeba? Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you for telling me. You saw me, like, just get hot water from the bathroom sink. <laughs> and I look at the bathroom sink, and it's dirty as hell. I'm like, oh, I actually haven't cleaned the bathroom sink in a while, and this has been going in my brain. No, but no big deal. Just uh, an extra friend. Yeah. To hang out and talk to myself. I don't know. I'm already <laughs> weird enough. I don't need to be talking to myself. I don't need to be talking to myself and something else in my brain is talking to me, talking to myself. You seem like the type of guy that you already talk to yourself. You say like you utter words yeah, to yourself. I do sometimes. Uh, Well, like not. I try to not be like because like some psychologists are like sometimes it can be kind of unhealthy. The amount of that you do talk to yourself uh -huh. and sometimes it can be productive or helpful to talk to yourself. So it just depends on how you do so. Well, how do you it. talk to yourself? Um, I like having like uh, just conversations of well, sounds crazy, but yeah, like conversations about just like things that have like come up in my life recently and uh -huh. like how to approach some things instead of like because, you know, I don't. I'm I get pretty dumb sometimes and like you know when I just like instead of trying to just speak my mind and like sound like an asshole I try to like evaluate myself and be like okay let me reword myself so I'm not healthy. sounding like an asshole you know yeah um because like Carla's caught me a few times and she's like y you could have said that a better way and I'm like mm. you're right I I could have so uh, you know. do you think it's like your word choice your tone um well because like I I I talk to this with like my grandma and my dad sometimes it's like, you know, it's not always like what you say, but it's how, how you say it. Exactly. It's, always, it's very, just as important, if not yeah. more important. I'm trying to get so. really good at like taking my time when I speak because mm -hmm. I'm very used to being unfiltered. Yeah. Very used to being unfiltered <laughs> yeah. because I think I've been riding the nice guy card for too long. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up the way that I did and people just saying like, you're nice. You could never hurt a fly. I'm just like, okay, so I'm going to trust that like my reputation. I'm going to trust my subconscious and I'm going to trust my my subconscious filter. And I'm just going to speak because truly if I'm a nice guy, then I won't say any wrong. And yeah. boy, oh boy, have I been wrong in the past. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like, uh, you know, it's it's not like you shouldn't get hard on yourself for like sounding like a jackass, but no. it's like, you know, it's okay to like learn from your mistakes yeah. and, you know, there's a time and place. And exactly. also yeah. being exactly. the funny people that you and I are, we need to know our audience. That's yeah. part of just being like, you know, a comedic individual. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you been in situations where you just did not know your audience and you came off as an asshole? Well, it's just like, like I, 
sometimes like I don't like really understand how serious the situation is mm-hmm. that whenever someone's talking about something and I make a joke about something <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, well, I probably should have said that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but like, uh, okay, well, you know, didn't mean to be a jackass, but you know, just like, huh. but you could get yeah. away with it. I feel like you surpass my reputation of being a nice guy, of being a nicer guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I do try to be a nice, a genuinely uh-huh. nice person, but at, sometimes I, I get carried away and you know, don't understand i don't i don't read the room correctly and i'm reading the room's getting harder as we get older (laughs) dude dude reading the room around like younger individuals like have you hung out with any gen z kids lately oh yeah and it's the toughest crowd oh right (laughs) that exists it's mostly just like memes and just like everyone's saying sheesh (laughs) everyone's saying sheesh Sheesh. yeah and like i don't know sometimes Bro, man, that <laughs> that shit's raw. Oh, for real, for real? Hey, for real shit, man, man. I fun I fun with that joint, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? Trying to trying to sound like hella ghetto. Just because talk- of like it's because like, you know, the people that they talk to online. It's funny. Yeah, it's its I, own culture. It's it's weird because like uh, I hear my nephew talk to his friends and sometimes it's like it's it's funny because it's like, oh, I I used to talk shit like that to my friends all the time. Uh-huh. But like as you get older, it's kind of just like, okay, like there gets to a point where it's kind of like it's kind of like pushing it too far. And it's like you got to chill out with the like, go kill yourself, you know, type Whoa. of attitude. Well, so. is that like how they talk to each other now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like sarcastically, I'm assuming. Yeah, it's very sarcastic. And sometimes they, be, they can be like kind of racist to each other. But like, you know, they're ironically racist to each other. But it's like at the same time, just like, okay, I mean, guys, but I'm like, assuming they're all brown. I mean, because like you, your your nephew, who I think you're talking about is a brown individual. Uh, well, yeah, dude, he's mixes in my, as much as i am yeah so um it's so funny the- <laughs> he'll he'll go and talk to his friends he'll be like um l plus ratio plus you're white what <laughs> and i'm like luke chill the fuck out <laughs> dang <laughs> dude uh or he'll say the uh, the same thing to his like his black friends or some shit and, uh-huh. and be like okay you, <laughs> you need to realize when you're like pushing it taking it too far he needs to read the room uh, right? <laughs> right unless but, they're I mean, cool with it I, they they, uh, they apparently are so uh-huh. I'm like uh, like whatever and what do they, people think you are when they see you because i look at you and i i don't ethnicity wise or like cultural oh, wise I like i don't know uh, I know what you are but like if i didn't know what you I are i get like a lot of people telling me i'm some kind of italian asian Italian Asian. I'm like, okay. That's awesome. I'll take that, I guess. I mean, but um you've gone through so many different looks since <laughs> I've known you, man. Right. You have like a picture in our middle school yearbook of you wearing a red leather jacket that is studded and you had yeah. like short hair that was dyed red or something yeah, like, like that. Half black. Yeah, I went with like the half black, half red hair. And you look nothing like that anymore. Or no, I had like bleached livery spikes all all the time. It's pretty corny. But I mean, like, I felt I felt like it was cool. It was cool. It time. is cool right now. Everything. <laughs> right. Let me just wait up real quick before I go into this, like, compliment blasting of you. Mm. I'm going to introduce oh, thanks. us to the baddies. Baddies, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's Highly Irrelevant. Alejandro is still out sick, and he's being very safe, and he has some stuff to deal with. So he said, hey, Christian, figure it out. And here I am figuring it out. I have a good buddy of mine. Good buddy since middle school, maybe high school. I don't know when we actually started talking. But we have Greg Salais, three-time returning ICBTB guest, um, competitor for the ICBTB guest of the year. We'll see what's up about that. Is it third or second? Uh, this might be your third time. Remember the first time you came, we reviewed the room, right? Oh, yes. The room, and then the second time we, we came, we did a highly relevant, and we did a not another teen movie. 
for oh, your birthday last right. year. And now you are back that's right. for the first time in 2022. I haven't seen you since December of 2021. Right. And your hair is now very much longer. Oh. It is. You're in Jesus mode right now. It's <laughs> passing your nipples. Jesus. Um, to go into what I was saying, Jesus every course. look that you have, you, you pull off. Thank you, God. What is that voice that you're doing? The 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 the, the, the gangster Latino dude that does the that that's like a preacher. You I've ever seen that guy? No clue who oh. you're talking about. Do it again. He does. He's, Jesus Christ! Thank you, God. And he does like the '80s break dancing. Right after that. I love you, God. And he's like tattoos all over his face and like all of his body and shit like that. And he's like super like motorcycle gangster, but he's also like, I love you, God. Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's say a little prayer real quick. <laughs> you um, are an interesting individual. Oh, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. I've I've found him through like a meme thread. I feel like one. you've mastered the ability to to do like five second impressions. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I feel like I can but uh-huh. at the same time it just uh i i think it's just like my adhd <laughs> like uh. being like taking in like information very instantaneously and being able to like reiterate it but digest it real fast being able to like forget about it <laughs> really fast right afterwards <laughs> yeah and i'm like oh, i think i have the um I have that skill set, but just the second half, I'll take in information, but forget it. Oh, yeah. And but and I won't utilize it. Oh, yeah. So, it's, like, I don't know. I'll hear a, something online, and then I won't be able to, like, make an, do an impression of it. Yeah. Like, the only thing, and we've talked about it before on this podcast, the only thing I think I've gone really good at, actually, I don't think I'm good at it, it was the Cockney accent, which I've gone <laughs> secondhand from you, which I don't know where you've gone. I don't know if you've actually <laughs> spoken to a Cockney individual, but I don't think we sound like that. <laughs> no. Um, I don't remember where I got that from. I think it was just because, like, I was watching like a bunch of like British interviews with like <laughs> like the Sex Pistols, like that famous <laughs> punk band back then. Yeah, and like listening to them talk, them just being like, I don't know, on what kind of drugs and like, or just drunk, drunk as shit out of their mind, and uh-huh. just listening to them to just fucking rant all the time. And that's how they sound. Um. Also, the this uh, the lead singer of this band called the Exploited mm-hmm. is like the super snap deep scores Yeah, just like watching like old interviews of like old really cool British punk bands was like probably my main influence from that. But um, yeah, for the most part, it was kind of just a combination of everything. I was just came up with on the fly. I was like, oh okay. Well, oh, that's uh, I think what we call improv. Right. 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 Figured something out. So, I mean, what uh, another thing that I appreciate about you is like your your vast knowledge of music. I've learned a lot about music through you, yeah. especially and, you. like, <laughs> thank really. I mean, I think that's how we like originally became friends. Where it was we probably just, through music. We we're talking about before music. improv yeah. or anything like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I mean, like, uh, you were the first person that introduced me to Tyler the Creator, and it was like oh, yeah. probably in the worst um, environment possible because i think i was like either drunk or high as shit out of my mind and then you not even at a party i think i was in the back seat of your car and you were driving me around and i'm super messed up and probably paranoid yeah and here you are playing like his bastard album oh yeah and it's very like i'm a fucking fucking paradox (laughs) triceratops and shit like that it was just like oh hell yeah i'm like this shit slaps but also very anxiety very scary very dark it's like hell yeah he no one before that had really come out with anything like that Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been some like scary like uh, types of like uh, trap. I know there's a genre for it. Like, yeah, I, d- I couldn't really think of any artists that like 
kind of like took hip hop to that extent of mm-hmm. just being more just like how do I say like more like 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 anarchy ish like punk ish type vibes yeah. that like really like didn't give like didn't give a fuck and in your face type shit yeah and so that's why I was I got really into him basically was really right cool. off the bat so well he was yeah. one of the first uh, rappers that I knew about that changed the pitch of his voice yeah you know and still utilized that I think in almost every single album mm. that he had come out with yeah and now he has a beautiful singing voice yeah <laughs> i was like oh, really like, developed this whole other side right. of music yeah he really changes his whole persona every album when did he start like so. producing his own shit too like that is when yeah it got really impressive back in the odd future days which is funny because like my nephew is going through like the whole phase of like finding out about all the odd future shit and this he's, like, many years later yeah it's funny so that's um, so cool it's like it's funny because it's like dude, i was like dude you were a baby when i was listening to this stuff so yeah. i think that's really cool that like I get to show him this shit and like mm-hmm. have him figure out about like off future and I get to tell him about like the history of like all the how them how all this music happened and yeah how they fell apart and all this other stuff. Yeah, so. he's gonna have to learn about like the little the drama that happened. Well, not really drama, but them just like not being odd future. Yeah, odd future anymore. And because like I remember that, so. it broke like through him. I was able to discover Earl Sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and Earl Sweatshirt is one of the greatest lyricists out there just able to like usually i am uh turned off by individuals that think packing a verse with as many syllables as possible Mm -hmm. they think that that's good yeah but he has a very uh vast vernacular and Mm -hmm. very specific and impressive Mm -hmm. and colorful word choice yeah where I'm like, this works. Like yeah. he's just like saying it's it's. And I remember I don't know what year it was, but like Ken, there was an interview with Kendrick, and they'd ask Kendrick Lamar, like, who's your favorite rapper mm-hmm. as of right now? And he said, "It's Earl. Yeah, it's Earl Sweatshirt. Yeah." So it broke my heart, he like saw. when they're like, uh, "Oh man, like uh, they they haven't made music together in a long ass time." Oh right. No, um, I mean, especially with like Earl's most recent stuff too. He's still like he changed himself in a way to just be more introspective and like yeah. psychedelic and just this whole new vibe of just like kind of like exploring consciousness through this whole like storytelling type thing yeah but he's able to do it in a way where it's just like it's also kind of silly half of his bars it's yeah like, so it's kind of like haha that's funny but also like damn that's deep. <laughs> it is. He's able to mix it like yeah, like perfectly, perfect blend. I'm like ah, yes. I think the album of Earl's that I slapped the most was like I think it's called is Doris, right? Yeah, I think Doris. that was like one of his first ones. Yeah, um, and that was like his darkest too. Very that dark. Was like that was like the yeah, like a the bastard equivalent. To, mm-hmm. yeah. I would say. That's I mean, that's like, the first time oh, I heard Vince yeah, Staples too. Was oh like yeah, through that album. That and album I'm just too. like, oh my gosh, you get like very deep and emotional and understand where like he says uh, breaking news. Uh, that's uh that's less important than when the lakers lose yeah, right. right and i'm like that's <laughs> truthful right and like what the heck it's true yeah there's lead in the ba- in your baby's food and i'm right. like this is deep and like right. but he's making and i'm bobbing my head to this really sad shit right and i think that's the power of music man yeah exactly i wish i could i wish i could like I had the audacity and voice to rap yeah no it's funny because like the listening to the um newest kendrick album him basically explaining everything that's been on my mind for the past like almost two years. I'm like, yeah. oh my god, dude! How did you just read my mind and yes. just put it all on an album? <laughs> like, I don't know how he just like was just like able to like talk about like all the shit that's been going on yeah. from like the pandemic to like everyone's personal beliefs yeah. on the situation. 
And I'm just like, oh my God, dude, like, like, how did you just fucking like explain everything that's been on my mind? And it felt like a breath of fresh air to just be like, oh, thank God someone's on like the same fucking page as me. Like, yeah. holy shit. Hi, so. Isabel. Hi, Isabel. So um, I didn't say bad words. Ba- baddies. Uh, Isabel, Greg's daughter, is in the studio. She hey. snuck herself here, in. Mama. She was playing with my mom. Hey, do you want to sit in with us? Oh, I want to say hi to the camera. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi to the microphone. Here, let's show her how she looks right now. Look. Oh, there you are. Oh, my gosh. Wow, you? you're beautiful. Say hi. You look good on camera. Hi. hi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> are you just gonna just mumble things? Oh my gosh. Are you camera shy? Bye. See you later, alligator. Oh, see you later, alligator. In a while, crocodile. Ah, crocodile and mean. Bye, love you. Bye, Isabel. You know where the bathroom is, right? No. I think she does. <laughs> we'll see. Oh, Hendrick's new Kendrick album. album. So for the past um, um yeah, uh, he's he hasn't come out with anything in a long time. Yeah, almost five years. And like this, a lot of people, I, it pisses me off because a lot of people don't, a lot of people I've heard don't like it as much because it's so in tune with his feelings and his emotions and it's vulnerable, right? Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it's not as filled with as many bangers, it's, right? Yeah. But I think that, it, he's dude, he's talking about like what he's been through. Yeah. And obviously you said like, you were able to relate to it, basically his entire album, right? Exactly. I think that's what he was trying to go for too. He was yeah. trying to, um, was trying to create something that, like, what people are going through at the time. Yeah. And um, trying to create something that, yeah, other people can relate to, and get a feel for, and kind of like an empathizing type of thing, where yeah. it was just kind of more of just like a self evaluation of just not only himself about what he was going through, but what everyone else is going through type of thing too. Yeah. So, um, and then there's that piece where he was arguing with that one, that one, his girlfriend or something. I think we cry together. Is that that track. we cry together. Oh God, such a beautiful, so like, good little snippet. I was working um, out while listening to that. And I was like, I shouldn't be this emotional when I'm working out. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's like, a. The way that I uh, categorized that track is very much how I categorized. Do you remember the movie Uncut Gems with mm. Adam Sandler? Yes. Very stressful. Very stressful. Very good. Oh, from beginning to end. Yeah. Like- <laughs> not going to watch it for a yeah. few years. Yeah. This one, I, that track, I can't just like, that's not an easy listening no. track. Yeah. You know? I, it's definitely one of those things that's kind of like a, just like an audio open spoken word mm-hmm. type of like poem slash argument. It's like um, almost a play. Yeah, I mean, also if you if you've lived in the hood before, and you've lived in like an uh, an apartment complex or anything like that, because uh-huh. um, I have, and you've heard shit <laughs> and like this. This is very very close to resemblance to like a lot of arguments that I've heard, mm-hmm. um, except either ends in like like domestic violence, or someone slamming the door and leaving yeah. and driving off in a really fast car, or them doing it it, you hear all of that (laughs) pretty much it's like all of those emotions all at once i mean you grew up in vallejo you've like lived in vallejo ever since yeah you just ever since you were a kid Uh, right yeah so and i i love vallejo Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong but um there's a charm it's had it's had it's a lot of ups and downs and um when as e40 once said uh it's one of the first ever cities to go bankrupt in california man crazy yeah uh it's been through its rough patches um and it sucks because it was like really it was really hitting like a good spot 
like right before the pandemic hit and then as soon as the pandemic hit everything just it just fucked everything it just got hit again because like look at the marina we got a bunch of businesses yeah opening at the marina mare island's getting more business Mm -hmm. right mare island brewing companies right there it even came to benicia to benicia and then yeah the pandemic hit and like but the properties are going up and up in vallejo still expensive yeah yeah, because Melissa yeah. and I, we're trying to look for properties and mm-hmm. like we're looking in Vallejo. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Bay Area in general. Do you think you're going to live in the Bay Area forever? Um, Carl and I definitely want to stay in California. Yeah. Um, But like we want to like have our own like little like vacation property out in Texas. Oh, nice. Um, Just because it's we can like pretty much build our own like little mini house mm-hmm. the exact way we want to build it. And any way possible for a lot cheaper than like buying a house out here in California. So we were like, uh, yeah, we would rather, um, probably just stay over here and then have like a little escape to go to out in Texas. The girls love the animals. I know you went um, out there maybe what sometime last year, I think. Oh yes. And, I just saw you posting on Um, Instagram, a bunch of llamas. Last October. Yeah. Oh yes. There's a family of llamas. Uh huh. Um, you say that like it's a normal thing. Like, what do you mean? There's a family. It's of Candace, llamas. Beth, uh, Jesse, and they just had a baby. And they all have sitcom names. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they have a, a sitcom I baby. What we named the baby, but um, you named all of these llamas. Uh, we all named them. Uh-huh. We all kind of kind of uh, talked about it. Wait, names. whose llamas are these? Uh, they're Carla's grandmas, technically. Oh, well, they okay. were they were um, most of the animals were Carla's uncles before her uncle passed away. Oh, I see. Um, and then basically, like Carla's grandma needed help with the animals, so that's why we went out there. I remember that. Um, and then she talked to us about like actually like owning a property out here, and we're like, we'd love to, so uh-huh. to come over out here and hang out and spend time with the animals and stuff because the girls love the animals. Oh, they I'm sure. Come, come I'm out sure. And see the animals. And uh, my favorite's the the emu, Margaret. Um, absolutely, like, terrifying and intimidating to be around. Mm-hmm. Um, like, just a giant six-foot-tall bird. Huge. Basically. Um, You're saying these animals like, like they just normally exist. I mean, <laughs> they do out in Texas. There's, like, farms for all kinds of exotic animals in Texas. I thought, like, all they had in Texas were, like, your, your typical farm Heart, Horses and cows and, and stuff like that. And pigs and whatnot. There is a lot of that, but there's also, like, a lot of sanctuaries for, like, exotic animals because um, Texas has this weird law that, like... They basically pay for all the taxes if you want to raise like You're exotic kidding. animals. Mm-hmm. California needs to be Texas. like that. I think it's because California is already dealing with its own issues of invasive species. Oh, I guess so. Um, I mean, we got a shit ton of turkeys everywhere, right? So, I mean, it, it's I like it makes sense, like law by law state as far as like yeah. which animals can be owned. Like, I think because like in Texas you can own like as like ferrets basically, but in California you can't. Are they considered um, an invasive species here? Ferrets. I, don't know because it's, i don't see them anywhere and i don't think they're invading anything. yeah I, I know that's what i'm saying it's like it's very just like particular and like which what you can own what you can't i think own. it's very subjective so. i mean like for the longest time right um if i didn't own as many dogs as i did with mm-hmm. this family i want a pig dude right i mean they <laughs> might get too. really big but really big and really smelly but really yeah. big and smelly because they have to roll around mm-hmm. in mud because of their lack of sweat glands mm-hmm. However, those things are smart. I used to they're go all like intelligent. Yeah, they're man. very intelligent. Just yeah. like dogs, they would wag their tails mm-hmm. if they're feeling emotions. I used to go on a run here. I still do go on a run here, where mm-hmm. um, but like there was a neighbor's backyard mm-hmm. in particular where I would see this pig, and I would just stop and I would hang <laughs> out with this pig. Mm-hmm. It looks like I'm breaking into this backyard, but right. I really just want to like 
spend time with this pig. Yeah. And they are trying to give the pig away, but I don't think you could legally own a pig as a pet unless it's a farm animal, technically, I think, in the state of California. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird the the laws as far as like it like what you can and can have uh-huh. as far as like property wise. Hold on, my phone's just going off. Oh, it's all but good. um yeah, um yeah, it's weird. I don't really I haven't really looked into it as far as like the um nitpicky stuff. What do you want to own? Like, like if you could, if you were like if you were in your fantasy world, Greg Salais's fantasy world, what type of animal I do you do, want? I do I do want like a little reptile sanctuary. Whoa. I do have a sweet spot for like um like lizards, uh-huh. like bearded dragons, turtles. And you've always um, wanted this as a kid? Yeah, well it's cuz uh my uh I, I my old friend Derek, shout out Derek. Um he's like a cool firefighter now. Shout um out. uh his mom used to own like a reptile sanctuary at her house where she would like help like rescue like um giant turtles uh like iguanas and i think she had like a um whatchamacallit uh what are those big ass ones oh like a um a something dragon like a no am i not am not I a just, bearded dragon not but a bearded, uh um because you just said bearded dragon no there's yeah. something like that yeah like she she had some like really cool ass lizards basically and but i can was they like emote uh, like, can you feel love from these reptiles? Yeah. No, iguanas are like like really sweet pets if really? you treat them right. Yeah. What are some examples of how they can be sweet? Entice yeah, they, me, they'll please. They'll come and cuddle you and really? you can like pet them and stuff like that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah they're really sweet. Do they like um, pets? I mean, like they're just, they're, they're st- yeah, they, they're, they can be obedient like pets. So. Interesting. I mean, there's some animals that like I definitely don't think like should be like pets. Like, cause it's weird because like after watching that, um, like that Joe Exotic yeah tv series tiger King. i had no clue that like you could just own as many tigers and jaguars out in like what is it like tennessee or something like i think that? it was one of those that states you could. yeah you just have a legally. shit ton of them on your on your property legally what how can i don't understand that. like why is that like a good idea though in the first place? So. someone's gonna <laughs> get hurt unless you have like shit tons of money to like run like a nice really like organized like uh, situation. Let's or... say Michael Jackson when he created his own Neverland and yeah. he owned like giraffes and like a zoo. Uh, yeah, basically <laughs> a zoo. zoo. Yeah. Then sure, that guy's filthy rich and he could like afford all the trainers. This yeah. guy kind of just built it from like the ground up yeah. and like it was a little sketchy. A little right? sketchy. Yeah. Um. Oh no, definitely. Um. Because they were fading like their animals a bunch of like old like raw meat too and stuff yeah. like that. Super Not good. They're gonna diets. get sick. Um. Yeah. Exactly. So, I don't know. As far as like it being like the like the ethicalness around it. I definitely don't think like giant exotic animals should be kept anywhere within like a domestic setting. Yeah. They should definitely just stay wild. <laughs> what are your thoughts on like, cause I worked at six flags discovery kingdom and I used to get, I was a, an announcer for all the animal shows there. So mm. for like the dolphin shows for the wildlife show where they would like display um, like Arctic wolves or like sloths and Huge. like yeah. even like uh, millipedes and like, you know, and uh, foxes. And we would get so many protesters. And mm. this was like around the time, like maybe a year or two after um, what's that documentary that came out? Blackfish. Oh yeah. The blackfish about the, yeah. the orcas. And being, so, uh, and, yeah. And even though I'll get into it, but, we would have protesters out there, a lot and a lot of ignorant protesters saying mm-hmm. like, free the kangaroos, free the kangaroos. Yeah. And we'd be like, we don't have kangaroos here yeah. at, at Six Flags. Um, yeah. And I worked closely with the trainers because I was an announcer mm-hmm. and I saw how much they loved the animals mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And 
I'd never really seen the documentary. I'd seen clips of it. I'd never seen the documentary Blackfish, but I could tell that the trainers loved their mm-hmm. animals so much. When they would get sick, they would, you know, they would re- they would spend so, so much, much OT taking care of them. They would mm-hmm. love Take them, them yeah. and almost I think all the animals out there they were either endangered mm-hmm. or they were rescues. They rescues, and yeah. they were suffering from some sort of like you know, uh, uh, some sort of like disease or like neurological disease where they could Mm -hmm. not survive out in the wild wild, or they've already imprinted with humans because they were illegally owned so they would not survive out in the wild so it's not like they're being captured Mm -hmm. blah 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 I don't think enough people did their research I know that this is a controversial topic but Mm -hmm. I feel passionately about this because I have seen it yeah what do you think about it well I mean like watching the documentary it was mainly for specifically like orcas that were just kept in those type of captivities just because I mean, it is a pretty small space in comparisons of the size of how yeah. big and a big ass effing whale is. And that Jesus makes sense. Christ. So, I mean, yeah, that, that makes sense. And the fact that they have a giant, uh, bigger frontal cortex, so that way they experience more emotions and are way more beyond intelligent than almost like, I, I, I wouldn't say like in comparisons to humans, as far as like their in- emotional intelligences are yeah. almost like more so in comparison. Yeah. But, um, it, it was mainly, yeah, towards just just whales and like sometimes dolphins in some cases too. Um, uh, it's, it's just as far as like um, trying to get them to be like maintained in these small areas, which yeah, like which make made sense. But yeah, of but like but like you what you said as far as like um, certain animals being rescues and stuff like that. I think that's totally okay. Yeah, I think it's okay um, yeah. It's like it's very. Uh, specific as far as like you know like you know like what situation each animal is in it yeah Um, you can't it's tough to take a general stance when you don't understand the specific situation of the animal exactly like yeah i mean i don't think it's the dolphin's preference to be in a pool where it's not as Big as the ocean, right? Yeah, where it can like run free, <laughs> run free yeah. as far. But much if they've they can. already imprinted imprinted on humans, humans or yeah. if they're suffering from some sort of like physical uh, deformation or neurological mm-hmm. disability, then it's better than them going out there and not surviving because they don't know how to catch their own fish. Exactly, and they don't know how to escape from a, a exactly. predator. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, it's stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> I mean, it's like it's not like. I mean, we've domesticated dogs and cats for like over hundreds of years. Crazy, dude. And it's not like we're going to go and release every single little dog and cat out in the wild and see mm-hmm. how they do. Because most of them are clearly not going to be able to survive. <laughs> are you the type of person that you are able to stomach those National Geographic shows where you could just see a beautiful gazelle just galloping in the South African wild? Mm-hmm. And then out of nowhere is a lioness just trying to bring some food home for its pride. Oh, yeah. And it just bites the hell out of the gazelle. Mm-hmm. And you see like 20 of Brutal. them escape. Can you watch that type of stuff? Oh, yeah. My favorites like. Uh, <laughs> you like, can? Oh, yeah. Holy uh, my, my favorites. Like, that was like. Those were like my shows when I was a kid. Um, my favorites like uh, like croc- watching crocodiles and alligators like sneak up on their prey. Cause it's like it's what? so like out of nowhere, just like jump scare type yeah. of type of shit. Like oh shit! Well, if you're looking at a crocodile, seven foot like 
lizard just comes out and just like yeah. snaps your neck in half. They look inanimate. They're <laughs> yeah. so slow. They don't yeah. look like they're breathing. I yeah. don't think I've ever seen one blink. And then out of nowhere, it snaps and like eats you. It's kind of scary too because it's like, it's like, what are you going to do? And it's just yeah. floating there, like staring at you. I'm like, oh. You're I've gonna, had nightmares about kill me. <laughs> waking up in a marsh or like a swampy mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Like in the south. Yeah. And like having to walk and traverse through it and like mm-hmm. thinking, I'm going to get eaten by a crocodile. Oh, yeah. Terrifying. De- definitely. Um, yeah. Like uh, at my uncle's ranch up, yeah. up north, uh, he's seen like like uh, like alligators and stuff in the dam every once in a while. Terrifying. But um, they're, they're, they usually like don't come by very often because there's not many fish in there for them to feed off. Okay. Of. So um, and plus it's like a flowing dam. So it's like, like they have really much, but they come by every once in a while to cool, cool down. Mm-hmm. So, but um, those mofos are huge. I bet um, they're really big. Really big. Have you seen um, the albino crocodile? That's in the oh, Academy the, of Sciences, yeah. I believe. Super and cool. Really cool. Super cool. The the fact that like animals like alligators can just be albino. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I I didn't know that not that long ago because I was just like randomly looking up like um. Like hairless mammals, I, I made a like an IG post about it not the long that sounds ago. Sounds like that sounds like something you'd search up. And like the amount of like uh, animals that actually suffer from like being like um, it, it's it's like a um, like an alopecia type of disease. Yeah. But um, it, it like they they actually do like multiple animals can suffer from it, like from chimpanzees to bears, which to sucks because like horses. We you know if a human suffers from alopecia, uh, shout out Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if if it's it's an aesthetic thing, yeah, it's an aesthetic more so thing because more... like we've developed ourselves in society mm-hmm. to be able to survive. Yeah. However, like let's say if uh if an animal that is like out in the wild mm-hmm. is suffering from alopecia, there's a, there's multiple factors. That's warmth that you are yeah, lacking. Exactly. That depending on if your coat is the is developed, if you've evolved to have a coat that camouflages you, if you are the type to be exactly. preyed on, yeah. then you're kind of like fucked right yeah <laughs> right off the back yeah yeah um i think the cutest were the the hairless raccoons that are super doesn't cute exist really yeah no, what do they, they look like they, they still have the same spots oh it's on their skin uh-huh. it's really cute so think about like, raccoons oh. that make them very cute uh, the fact is they just have they have thumbs yeah um i think i've, I've talked about it before yeah. if i can find the video i'll put it up i saw a raccoon sweeping the floor And it was the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. It didn't know what it was doing. I don't think it knew it was cleaning up the house, but the mm-hmm. fact that it could hold a, a pole yeah. of that length is just, uh, it's its ridiculous. Right. No, raccoons are pretty smart too, surprisingly. Like uh, the amount that I've seen over, I mean, shit at my house, mm-hmm. um, those and possums too, like they'll, uh, they'll get into fights in my backyard. Possums and raccoons? Yeah. They'll straight up, like it's straight up a National Geographic, like, like UFC fight. Brawl. Who wins? Who do you think is the winner? They usually like, they'll like hiss at each other. Sounds like it. And, but then a skunk will come by and they usually break up everything. Oh. Because the skunk usually just. Well, the skunk is like, also has the same colors as a referee. So it makes sense. Right. It's mediating (laughs) this fight. (laughs) She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Chill out, chill out. Yo, possum, (laughs) chill. That was definitely a bad call on you. All right, because you shouldn't be doing any, any uh, hits uh, underneath yo, the belt. No, no canine teeth. No canine teeth. All right. You guys both have rabies, so that's fair. <laughs> that's completely fair. 
Uh, but you know, right now it's uh, right. you guys are doing very under the belt type right. of hits. <laughs> exactly. It, uh, Basically. It's, uh, it's it's funny. But possums get a bad rap because uh, they look scary they at just night. Look ugly. That's the only I think thing. they look cute. Do you think they look ugly? I think they can be cute, but yeah. like they have, they look ugly for like self defense. Sure, they, they have. They to. have to, you know? and they have to play dead. Yeah, they, they can't to, look pretty. Yeah, I mean, shit. Like, there's like so many like vulture hawks. Yeah. Big ass mofos. I want to say like a wingspan of like three or four feet. Yes. Like that come flying over my house. And I'm like, thank God I don't have like a tiny ass dog. I'm like, this mofo is going to sweep up like any chihuahua. I'm <laughs> terrified of my dogs going outside. Oh, yeah. Because of a, a like a hawk. I see them flying around here in Water's Huge. End. They could just Huge. swoop them. Yeah. Like, thank God. Not thank God. I mean, I was going to say, thank God one of uh, Mickey, my uh, other dog, is <laughs> yeah. dead already. Thank God he's dead already. <laughs> Thank God he died a natural death because I was terrified for him because he literally, at the age of 13, four pounds. What is a dog? How is that an, an ancestor of a wolf? Fully grown, four pounds, not hairless, but also not hairy, yeah, lacking right. teeth. How does a dog have gingivitis, right. an extra toe? How are you living right. and why am I letting you outside? Right, exactly. Unmonitored. Kind of kind and wrecking, but it's yeah. okay. It would last probably two hours in the uh, in the wild. Well, I mean, you guys don't have like a lot of large trees that no birds can like really yeah. up in, so that's cool. But uh, unfortunately, over where I live, there's like plenty of plenty of hawks and plenty vultures that can just chill and wait. <laughs> and they can fuck with <laughs> you. They uh, don't care. Oh, yeah, they don't care if you're they human. Will. Yeah. Um, like I was at the park the other day with the kids and like, there was two of them just like circling around us. I was kind of scared. I was like, I was kind of scared for all of you. I was close to my daughter. I was like, um, you guys better not think that my daughter is pretty. Yeah. <laughs> like all of is an 18 month old there, child. Right. Like still able I to mean, get swooped. I like, I highly doubt they can pick up like an almost 30 pound baby, but still like, dude, she's damn. huge. <laughs> Right. Why is she? Because right. I saw Isabel growing up right. around like the same age, mm-hmm. not n- nearly as big as Olive. Mm-hmm. Oh no, and she's strong too. She looks Hell like it. Strong. That's yeah. not that's not baby fat. That she, is full muscle. At the park, she'll pretend like she's doing pull ups, uh-huh. and she'll do like do like pull ups before she goes on the slide, uh-huh. or she'll like um, like when I'm like lifting weights um, over at my nephew's house. Well, she'll like come and like pick up like the little two to five pound dumbbell and start like, lift lifting. That? Yeah. Like it's nothing. Holy crap. Yeah. She's what are you guys feeding her? She'll Plutonium? eat anything. So, <laughs> I mean like, put anything in front of her, she'll eat it. So, yeah. I mean, she, she's, she's a huge baby. She's definitely a lot less picky than Isabel. Mm. Isabel, like, it's hard to feed she's, her. She's, well, I mean, she, it's not hard to feed her, but she's very particular in what she wants to eat. Mm. So, What's well, an example? What do you mean? Okay, which I'm okay with. She's like, uh, she really sticks to um, like broccoli. She loves her, car- she loves oh, her no. carbs. Wow. She's, oh, she loves her carbs. She loves her carbs. She loves her pasta. She loves her noodles. She mm-hmm. loves her rice. So um, how is she not as big as all? <laughs> right. <laughs> if she's eating all carbs, um, right? Um, but yeah, no. Um, Isabel eats fairly healthy. Do you want another one? Do you want another kid? Uh. Uh, Carl and I we're good for now. You guys are solid. Because yeah. two girls. Uh, it's just, I mean, is like as nice as our situation is now that I'm we're fortunate enough that I can be like a, basically a stay at home dad. Yeah. Right now and just like work a little bit part time here and there whenever I can, and Carla can basically just work full time because she loves working. So you know, mm-hmm. I just, I let her work as much as she wants and at home. So that's a huge plus too. Nice. Um, uh, two kids is. 
more is, than enough. Is more than enough. Two right girls <laughs> at that. Two girls, right? Did you so. want a, a son at some point? Or like, did, like <laughs> I didn't, but, but Carla did. So. She wanted a son. You were yeah, fine. Did you boy. want a daughter? Yeah, I wanted a, a girl. And I was hoping that, um, I was like expecting Olive to be a boy. I mean, she, she basically acts like a boy. <laughs> but um, um she ended up being a girl too, so I was like happy with that. So I was like, yay! Because power. I so badly, I was telling Melissa, I was saying like, um, I want a daughter, right? Yeah. And she was like, okay, but what if it's a if what if it's a boy when it pops out? Mm-hmm. And I told her that I'm putting that thing back in you. <laughs> I'm shaking Melissa. I'm shaking her. And if it doesn't an come back ball. out a guy like an eight ball, <laughs> like an eight ball, eight ball, give me a female. Give me put no. <laughs> that says, penis away. <laughs> her belly says no, no. <laughs> No baby for you. <laughs> no baby for you. It's, no, uh, that'd be pretty funny. I wish it worked that way. Yeah. I wish I could choose. I mean, damn, dude. The, with our technology now, with the genetic uh, oh, yeah. manipulation, um, what stuff do you, like what's that? the what's the word for it? Um, gene therapy. Gene therapy. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, that's an actual thing. That's mm-hmm. like that. I think Gattaca. Do you remember that movie Gattaca? Yeah. I think they were able to like choose specifically. What type of genes, genes that their yeah. babies were going to have? What color eyes? Have. What color hair? Yeah, what, like the melatonin in their skin, like everything. Yeah, to make them the best. It's crazy. form of human before mm-hmm. actually being made. Yeah, do you think that that's the right way to go with society? I think it's a. I think it's faulty. I think. Yeah, I think it's gonna have more. It's. I mean, for right now, I mean, like, yeah, like whatever makes you happy makes you happy. Sure. But, um, uh, I think for like, um, we're going to see like more issues as far as like, um, just gene therapy goes as far as like, um, like, uh, like immunodeficiencies and stuff like, um, just like, uh, other like, m- like me- mental disorders, not like yeah. something serious, but like, um, uh, just like other things like, uh, very, that are very particular. And as far as like development goes that I think might be a, f- a huge factor, but as far as that goes, like, I don't think it's like ethically a bad thing at all. Um, uh, I mean, it's a lot better than us inbreeding. So yeah, way better, <laughs> way better. So- well, my fear is that if gene therapy becomes the go-to thing, mm-hmm. For everyone, or let's say it's only affordable for a certain class, right? Yeah. For a certain bracket. Mm-hmm. Now, moving on forward, and this is years and this is a wild theory. Mm-hmm. What I'm afraid of is it going to be obvious who the gene therapy kids were because they're coming yeah. out beautiful. Mm-hmm. And is it going to be obvious who like the random the kids perfect, were? Perfect. Yeah. Right. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, there's going to be perfect kids that the rich were able to yeah. afford through gene therapy. And there's going to be normal middle class to lower class kids that just like, you know, have weird noses mm-hmm. and like regular eyes. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that oh, yeah. going Whatever to cause is. like some sort of like new type of social construct? Yeah. Construct and discrimination. Discrimination. I can see that. But I mean, at the same time, um, I don't know, because, like, at the same time, like, I think, like, you know, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, yeah. everyone's beautiful in their own way. You yeah, know, I, as much as I tell myself that, I still feel very threatened <laughs> by objectively attractive people. Yeah. Like, it's only recently that I've become very, like, um, that I've looked, I've been looking in the mirror and I've been like, Christian, mm-hmm. you're looking pretty good, man. All right. It took you 28 <laughs> years. Though. Right. Other than that, it was personality, personality. Right. I right. still feel very, yeah, but, like. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's scary, right? Yeah, 
Well, no, I, I always thought you were cute. So thank you, but yeah. I think that you think a lot of people are cute, and I'm just you're. I mean, no, no, no. You did tell me I, before that yeah. you only hung out with pretty people. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, like when I when I whenever I've I've said that, like um, I only hang out with beautiful people. Yeah. I mean that like on multiple senses of like yeah. not only physically but like personality wise and like like you know, emotionally, you know. Um, you've always been that type of individual. You've always known when to like stand your ground and like call someone a fucking bitch if they're being yeah. a bitch. Um, I mean, I've met some like very attractive, ugly people too All at the, the same time. time. So, wait, wait, attractive, <laughs> like, like in like on the physically inside? attractive, ugly people like, on the inside, ugly okay. people on the inside. So. Yeah, there's a lot of those. A lot of those. Well, I think it depends on like how you grew up. Like, if you're, <laughs> I, I want my kids to be ugly mm-hmm. because if they grow up ugly. <laughs> You'll have like a great personality and you could get pretty later. You could go to the gym. I mean, not saying, you know, just to be like physically like healthy. You don't have to be the skinniest fucking bitch in the world. But mm-hmm. like there are ways. But if you grow up, if you grow up and not everything is just spoon fed to you, mm-hmm. then you're going to learn how to get things on your own. Yeah. And you're going to understand what it means. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you grow up attractive. <laughs> and like all the boys at school like you mm-hmm. and like all everyone's giving you free stuff and yeah, like you're breaking well. all these hearts and you're going to be like a <laughs> you said what that's going to be as well <laughs> why do all the boys like her at school already oh um well i well, mean she's four years old she's I mean, not she's four years old but I, I can already tell she's very pretty yeah she, she's going to be easy to get along with well you and carla should have um, been uglier then <laughs> <laughs> no i was surprised carla liked me in the first place because i thought she was like extremely pretty and i was like oh shit like I feel like you're she surprised. Asked, she asked me out to like to Ooh. to go to go get a drink, and I was like, "Really? I was like, eh. What was the situation? How did that happen? I'm it curious. Was, I don't know much between you guys. It was just after work. She was my boss at the time, so she was nice. she asked me. <laughs> she asked bad. me to go get a drink, and I was like, oh, "Okay, we'll see this. Where this goes." So, All right. Well, did um, you at first? Did you think it was going to be a platonic drink? Yeah, I thought it was just going to be a. I thought I was honestly going to be like a, like a work related type of like. Yeah, sure. Let's go out for a drink. Let's okay. hang out and stuff. But um it was like uh well because she she had another friend with her at the time so i was like i was like okay so we hung out and bonded and stuff like that and then yeah and then the next time later it was just us two and it was like kind of more of a date date i was like Mm. oh okay well how do you know how did you know that it was a date date as opposed to just two people hanging out i've never been good at that oh when we both wanted to smash (laughs) i think (laughs) it was like and i was just like oh okay so you've always been the guy that seemed surprised when a girl did like you though yeah well because just like i've always thought of myself as like a huge corny ass dork so but i think that's the charm right i mean like yeah it is but like i mean i've talked to like like a lot of people are just like Man, you so corny, or like mm-hmm. you, you hella dorky or nerdy or so, some shit like that. Who's saying that? Which, Other like heterosexual men, <laughs> where it doesn't matter what they think. Yeah, for the most part, yeah, mostly. Yeah, um, yeah. because I've seen <laughs> like much. your your rapport uh, on your resume in terms of the women that you've seen in the past. Yeah, you did a good job, man. Oh, thanks. You did a good job, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's always just been like you've always been the same kind of guy, and just like yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how I got the, I don't know, right. yeah, I don't know. This is like this person it like, happens, like Things what? Happen. Greg, like how did you pull this person? <laughs> Falls into place. Really? Falls into place. So I mean, have you always known that about yourself? Like, what's your favorite part about yourself? Um, I think my my love for like 
like nuanced like art and yes. like just just things like that I'm like really passionate about just yeah. like as far as like painting um uh like one of my favorite things that like uh I used to bond with my grandma a lot is just her taking to me art museums that's nice that was like the th- like the fun thing to do mm-hmm. and um uh, just always just like exploring and like learning about like art, different types of art and stuff like that. And, um, and her, her showing her passion for like also movies too. She's also taking me to movies all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why like you are a well-rounded individual. Like yeah. it's not just a few. Thank you. <laughs> Cause it, you, you explore broadly. I mean, that's also like, it's also like my ADHD being like, oh, I'm into this now. I'm into that now. Oh, this is cool. <laughs> But this is also pretty cool. But it's like, mm, maybe I should get better at this first. <laughs> it's worked in your favor. Though. Yeah, it, it has worked in my favor. But at the same time, it's kind of just like, okay, well, I'm generally good at a few things and should get better at some other things. But like, I'm proud of where I'm at right now. So That's good. That's really good. <laughs> like, I can sew. I can kind of cook. You've always been able to sew. Um, uh, been getting better at graphic designing um yeah you've been making a lot of like album covers for oh, yeah. a lot of people that's my favorite for a lot of creators do. i love collaborating with other artists yeah. i think that's my favorite thing to do and it, i still have things i like I, a list of things that i still like want to like make myself learn to do what's on that list like, um like i want to get better at like building stuff what made you want to get into that just like um just learning stuff from my dad Mm. Like, cause he's always been like very crafty at just like building just like random shit on the fly. And I'm like, I want to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to be able to like one day, like help out people like build their own homes and stuff like that. You know, Wow. um, the, like there's this, uh, like group of people out in Oakland. I forgot, uh, they're, I forgot what they call themselves. The Warriors. <laughs> no, um, the Golden State Warriors. No, no, it's this community of people that help build shelters for like the homeless people. Um, it's like a, this collective of people. Um, I forgot. And if you have that skill set, are you able to just join that collective of people? Uh, anyone like, is really, yeah. So uh, oh, they can if just you help any out in skill, any way. Yeah, in any way, if you're able to like cook, clean, stuff like and that. And so you were so. really inspired by that to be able to pick that up as well. Mm-hmm. My grandma taught this guy. Um, Derek, uh, different Derek. Not the fireman. Derek, Derek uh, Urbane. Um, mm-hmm. He's a like a famous clay ceramics creator. Um, exhibits out in like France and shit now. And he has a, a exhibit right now out in San Francisco. Holy shit. Um, very beautiful pieces. Um, but yeah, it's funny because I uh, he came by to go come visit my grandma not that long ago. Um, got to catch up with him and stuff too. And um, he was like, even telling me, he was just like, yeah, what happened to you? Like making clothes and stuff like that. You should totally get back into that. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, if, I mean, shit, if I have, a, if I got time to yeah. <laughs> um, right now, like, like graphic design stuff is like a lot more accessible to like, just create on the fly as opposed to like being able to like, like sew in pieces and stuff like that. Also, cause like I got kids, so I got to be careful with like needles and shit yeah, everywhere man. and like scissors. So <laughs> you can't just have that around. <laughs> exactly. So I, I have to, I try to be like as like thoughtful as much as I possible, like being a parent and responsible at the same time. So mm-hmm. it's all these factors right now that I'm like trying to like work around as far as like what I can and can't do as far as like, um, just like just being cautious, but you're able parent. to do so. it. I mean, like lucky you, you, you live in today's day and age where you could do that. Yeah. If you think you lived back then, what do you think you would be? What do you think your occupation would be? Uh, it would probably just be more like carpentry. 
Okay. More stuff like that along the sides of just like building stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, if you were to choose a decade to live in and thrive in, what would it be? Hmm, I don't know. And this could be anything. This could be just like a way uh, outside of occupation, but just in terms of culture. Yeah, I would have loved to be around in like the 40s, 50s, just to be there, just to listen to like people like like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King oh, and like wow for all of like, like the very big reasons. All like the like the big speakers back then. Yeah. Um uh just like um oh i mean also to see like people like janice joplin and like Jimi hendrix live oh god like all the like the the ogs basically yeah um but at the same time like aesthetically i've always like loved like the 80s to 90s yeah type of era you were gonna say that um just because like i don't know like as far as like fashion was like really booming like creatively um like from jean paul gaultier to um like who else was like really booming at the time and then like early 90s to um alexander mcqueen mm-hmm. um and like also to like like see and experience like artists like andy warhol and john michael Bescott, you know talk to them be able to maybe talk to them in like some club or some shit you know like while they're like high out of their minds <laughs> on like hella would, drunks that would be uh, that would be a, just like i don't know just like thinking about those experiences that other people have gotten to like come across those people and like have like conversations with them and talk to them about like what their like creative outlooks in life um and i always like um there's this one andy warhol quote that i think basically predicted the future which was um, everyone in the future will be have their own 15 minutes of fame. Mm. And with the rising, like, te- with technology and the internet, it, that's more more so true than yeah. it is, like... Everyone's getting it. Basically. You look at, like, all these crazy. kids on TikTok, and they are getting and their... And there's literally people who've made been famous on social media who are now at the Met Gala. Which yeah. I don't really think they should be, but still, that's, but that's, that's the that, culture that, now. That, that's just that's just my critique. But yeah, but it's interesting that you know it's weird how how we can give ourselves you know our own you know basically fifteen minutes of fame. This is yeah, our technology, um, our phones are our portals into the into the their opportunities to get big now right yeah exactly to like actually be able to like harvest a career because that's kind of what it is yeah exactly um because it's it's just so weird to think about because it's like um it's like one part of it is just like it, it definitely has its downsides but the other part of it aspect is just like Wow, I mean, it's like so cool that we can communicate with each other with just the click of a button. Yeah, (laughs) this is developed from like, if we were to show people from back in the day our phones, right? These pocket-sized devices that can do literally almost everything, right? They would think you're like witchcraft, like that's witchcraft. (laughs) Imagine back in the day when they're talking in a coffee shop and they had a question and they're just like, "Mm, "I can't answer that, nor do I know that term." I will be back tomorrow, same place, same time, because I have to go to a library to do some research to find out. As opposed to, like, right now, I could just be like, ah, what is that word? Or, like, what is that, uh, who's that actor's name? I could look look it up on my phone. Yeah. Back then, they had to work really, really hard. Or to, like, be able to, like, 
contact if they had family on the other side of the country the only way they could contact them is through the pony express very very dated form of communication right but like nowadays we could just you know call them literally call them yeah yeah from the from your phone in your pocket (laughs) but you're right there's a lot of pros and a lot of pros and cons Yeah. yeah with this because like this uh this can lead to like laziness because we want everything so fast. Right. Amazon giving us access to like one or two day deliveries mm-hmm. makes us so impatient or so lazy to get off our asses to go to Safeway to get something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so exactly. there's like very convenient, but what is too convenient? Yeah, right. No, like uh, Car- Carla loves ordering everything online. Mm-hmm. Everything from groceries to wow. clothes to... Groceries like, is like, that's the step that I haven't taken yet. Oh, yeah. To order that online. It's, it's, I need to look at it. It's very, it, it depends. Like sometimes they, they'll send you like the stuff that like expires like next week and you're like, mm-hmm. oh great, I got to eat this like now. <laughs> but other times they like, they'll, they'll get you like the fresh, fresh stuff. So okay. it depends it's a, on it's like, who's miss. delivering it. Yeah. It depends on who's delivering it. Yeah. Hit or miss. So, um, well, because the way yeah. it works is that like you, the guy that works for the third party company goes inside themselves mm-hmm. and picks it up. Uh, it depends. Um, cause like the, sometimes Safeway will like partner with like DoorDash or Uber Eats okay. and they'll make them basically they'll pay them to mm-hmm. deliver to you. Are you liking technology right now? Like are you more favorable on the side of technology or do you wish you had lived back in the day when everything seemed a little more simple and maybe authentic? I'm I'm thankful for right now. Mm-hmm. Um like I said though, like I would rather honestly be like back then experiencing like these like huge like um big impactful like movements like these social economic movements that like really changed how especially this country is today um and just like how would have been there to like hear these like famous people talk yeah um just to like you know just like you know i don't know just to have more introspective yeah uh, about like you know how society they they imagine society and how they believe things are so I think that's I think really, that's really cool, cool that like you find passion in wanting to like to be included in the how society on like on the very pivotal uh, figures that created today's society. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have been a journalist back then. <sighs> that you could be cool. a journalist right now. I mean, because like <laughs> as as interested and as involved in as you are in like today's current events, mm-hmm. because I see like what you share and like what you're into in regards to what's just happening in the world. Because like, yes, this is a comedy podcast. We keep it light and we like try to stray away mm-hmm. from like heavy topics. Mm-hmm. As you and I are speaking, there are so there's so much bad shit happening right now. Yeah. So much bad crap. And like, I mean, all I hope for this podcast to be is like a light distraction mm-hmm. from you know what's going on in today's news mm-hmm. because yeah. it's so easy to get caught up and like talk about it. Like it's, I mean, as long as like we are acknowledging its existence, we still have to move forward and we still have to be able to like, what can we do? What can we do like today to make the society, I don't know, to make it better, right? To, to make it, yeah, a better, happier place. And that's yeah. what I appreciate like you and Alex doing, you know, try, I mean, keeping I'm it like to. keeping it fun 
and keeping mm-hmm. looking forward to things yeah. and just like, you know, putting a smile on people's faces. And mm-hmm. if that's like the minimal you can do is just make someone laugh or smile mm-hmm. in their day. That's like, I'm all for that, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. Like that's like just as important as going to get checked up uh, by a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> it's a physical. I think that's honestly just as important. It's um, because this like, is what gets, gets us going. Yeah. Dude. I'm such a mental health advocate, um, especially recently, you know, yeah. um, just with everything going on. Um, it's been a rough three years, clearly. Yeah. I'm here for you, baddies. It's okay. We're it's, doing this for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's important to, you know, express that we have, we, we feel what everyone's going through and we can try to make this place a better place. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I've said it a few times on uh, episodes, but like this has probably mm-hmm. been like one of the hardest years of my life. Yeah. And I've never really paid attention to my mental health as much as I have for these like past five months Mm -hmm. and it is so important Mm -hmm. man it is so important how much little things in life can not only like yeah i mean i like how people say like do things that you love to distract you but like not only are they should they just i feel like the word distract serves as a temporary like kind of uh, medicine to your Mm -hmm. real life issues yeah I think that like true happiness and true self-care in terms of like finding a hobby mm-hmm. or like trying to like really acknowledge the things and people that make you happy and that make you love life to mm-hmm. do that not only as a distraction, but like as actual permanent yeah. ways to help you heal mm-hmm. with, for whatever you're exactly. going through. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the past almost like five years, probably longer than that, mm-hmm. um, is it's important to help yourself before you're able to help others. Yes. Um, which is a lesson I definitely learned the hard way. Yeah. Um, especially myself dealing with my own mental health issues ever since like I hit puberty, dealing with like anxiety and depression and just like kind of like dealing with it just like by like joking about it and like just like being like haha goofing around with my friends about it. Mm-hmm. Until, like, you start, like, figuring out, like, oh, shit, my friends are being actually serious about their, like, mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I should have took them more seriously. And, yeah, now we're here, now we're here today. And <laughs> I'm definitely in a lot better place. Um, I'm glad. And, and it, it does suck, though, because it's, like, I've had a few friends that have, like, either tried to take their own lives or have. And yeah. it's just, like, it's it's important to reach out and talk to each other in any way possible and be there for each other and, you know, connect and, you know, uh, especially, uh, you know, since we weren't physically able to for the almost past like three years. So it's like, you know, um, you know, it's more important than now than ever to like show that, like, you know, that we're all here for each other and we can be here for each other. And, you know, it doesn't take a lot of energy like to shoot a simple text. Yeah, exactly. I've been trying That's to get really good at you know, I'm I'm in my head a lot nowadays mm-hmm. and sometimes I Same. ponder on like very happy <laughs> memories. I'm like, "Oh, I miss this person. Like I wonder what they're up to." Yeah. At that point, yeah. anyone has that has that feeling of like, "Oh, I wonder what they're up to." You could find out. Yeah. You could shoot them a text and like, "Yes, if they're busy, Call hopefully them. they'll eventually get back to you." Give them a call. Leave mm-hmm. them a voicemail. Yeah, I know we're all busy, but it's really the thought that counts. And it doesn't have to yeah. be like a 10-minute conversation, but it could be like a two-minute conversation yeah. just saying, hey, just want to check up. I hope all is well. Mm-hmm. 
because that could mean the world to someone. Yeah, exactly. I've said it before and I'll say it as many times as I can, but little things mean a lot. Exactly. Because there's so much crap going on in this world Mm -hmm. that we forget how we get lost, how big the little things are. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a. I, this is this was a pleasant conversation, yeah, of and I, I think. Uh, yeah, love you, man. I, I love you too. Thank you for doing this with me. Um, yeah, of course. We'll do more in the future. Love you too, Alex. If you're watching this, uh, do you want to end this with a improv scene, and then we'll get yeah, out of here sure. and we'll start talking about the movie that we're <laughs> going to talk about? Note. Yeah, sure. Hell yeah! All right, um, baddies. You know how this works out. If you're a first time listener and you've made it this far, then pff, yeah. Kudos to you. If you're wel- if you're coming back, welcome again. Uh, we're gonna do an improv scene, and hell yeah, let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Highly irrelevant. Hold on one minute. Oh, sorry. Uh, come in. The door's locked. You have to. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have oh, to let sorry, me in. Sorry, give me a minute. Oh shit! It's just on my shelf. Oh. Hold on one second. It's okay. Take your time. Uh, Fuck, damn it! Fucking telephone. It's motherfucking. Oh gosh, that door is so squeaky. Hi, are you? Hello, Gregory. You look Hi. like your pictures. You look like your photos. It's a. Uh, it's me. Thank you. Samantha. <laughs> Samantha. Oh my goodness. Um it's, you are so beautiful in person. I I know oh I goodness. the photos I I had up on uh the dating app oh were gosh. very dated, but I mean, it seemed like it worked. We had great conversations and I'm glad we could actually make this happen. Your voice is a lot deeper in person than I expected, but uh, it's okay. Uh, I'm so, yeah, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I hope it's not a bad thing. Oh, it's it's a wonderful thing actually. Oh, okay. I'm glad that you're into it. Um well, I'm I oh, guess we're in, ready. Come in, okay. Come in, come I didn't know if you in. just want to go straight to dinner, but I'll I'll um, definitely come inside first and like uh w- w- Would you like some wine? I would. Wow, we're getting. Wow, we're getting you, straight um, into I it. I also have um uh vodka. Oh uh, my god. Absinthe. Okay. Okay, it's um, just getting harder and harder. Uh, LSD, if you try oh, to get a little crazy. Okay, that's just like um, I think I'd prefer to. But uh, if you like to just have a beer, I have that as well. You know, I'll go with the LSD. Oh, okay. you hit it right on the nose. Want <laughs> to get a little you crazy? Hit tonight. it right on the nose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so when I said on my profile that I like to get a little crazy sometimes, that's exactly what I meant. I just don't like to shoot people away. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, what is that accent from, by the way? I'm so curious. This is like Long Beach, and I've never met anyone like you it's funny that you've pointed out my low voice but honestly you sound like and i love it you sound like frodo you like sound you sound like you're, you're from the shire i was trying to go for like a young missed out fire oh oh okay well you could be whatever you want oh thank you yeah okay it's very weird that wait let's break this down if we're gonna make this work long term i need to understand what just happened right there did you just do you have two different char- is this a character or is this real? Uh no. Actually, uh just a uh, it's kind of a multiple personality disorder. Oh. But I'm working on it. I don't hate. I don't discriminate. I just need to know is there any more that I should know about? No, sometimes it's going to be fucking stupid, but it's okay. Oh. Okay. Hey, that's completely I mean, fine. I mean I mean Oh, sometimes it's silly. <laughs> 
it's, you know. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's charming. I think you're mysterious. I, oh, I think you. you're going to be full of surprises. <laughs> I feel a lot of fucking surprises. Okay. Should I take this LSD? If, uh, uh, what? Should I take the LSD? <laughs> oh, it's up to you. I'll stick you with the beer wild. for right now. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Of course. Go ahead. Cut um, to uh, the dinner. Uh, we go. Uh, we we find them in a in a three star Italian restaurant. <laughs> oh. Um. So. Uh, what would you like to eat, or what do you like eating? <laughs> um. Usually, I mean, here I usually go. I'm I'm basic. I go with the uh, chicken Alfredo. What do you like to eat? Such a basic asshole. What the what? Wait, what? Uh, I'm I sorry. Mean, I, oh, you just that's so so silly, Greg. I know that Wonderful. I said it was charming, but like if if, if you're gonna switch, like you're oh, gonna have to be like. Uh, sorry. Uh, let me um <clears throat> let me fix myself. Um, I usually go for a nice Italian vinaigrette with uh. A side of salmon uh, sautéed with uh, almonds and uh, um, macaroons. Um, I, on the I, same plane? I find myself pescatarian sometimes. Uh, I, I like to wash my figure, so... I don't know if you could be I'm pescatarian. Oh, my God. Hey, I mean, uh, is... I, I just, you know, <laughs> I just... I get self-conscious about my shape, so... <laughs> no, you shouldn't. You, you, you seem like you're in peak... Peak form. This is. It's really. It's really nice. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, you don't have I to watch your figure. It. You could order whatever you want. I'm. I'm all. I'm all about it. About to order the unlimited breadsticks they, right if, now. If you like I mean, carbs, uh, salad. Mm-hmm. The unlimited salad, actually. Uh, cut to the the bedroom after they've had a few drinks. Um, I usually don't do this on first dates, but I think I'm ready. Oh, <laughs> what are you ready for? <laughs> I'm really, I don't know. I mean, from what I've told you uh, through through Bumble, I like dirty talk. So I kind of oh. just like <laughs> oh, to get in the like mood, I'm going to have to hear okay. you dirty talk to me. <laughs> oh, um, you, you, you bad boy. <laughs> You're so naughty. I'm a girl. I'm Samantha. Oh, That's, I, I mean, girl. Sorry. Hey, but whenever you want to gender you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, you're so, uh, you need to be cleaned. Uh, this isn't working for me. Uh, no, I mean, maybe, maybe we should just try something else. Like, it's just. We'll try something else. There we go. That's what I, that's, yeah. We're okay. tied up. Yeah, yeah. We're going to fucking, yeah. fucking handcuff you. Yeah. Leave you there on a wall. Wait, you're leave gonna you there leave for me? several days, <laughs> starving. Gonna, wait, no, no, you don't have to do that. You, you should. You want me, me to punch you? No, it's fine. You no, want me to not... slap the shit out of you? Maybe if it's like not what as harmful. What if I chokeholded you? What if I just mm. like a wrestler? I'd rather not. Yeah, no, RKO like... you right on the bed. No, I mean like no, this is like mm. that's not that sexual. Just, I mean, butt ass naked, rip all your clothes off. That's better. That's the yeah, direction that that's I what like. I'm talking yeah. about. Uh huh. And it's. Uh... I mean, I wouldn't do those things. In order, but uh, if you would like me to, I could. <laughs> Let's bring the other one back. The other one back was like very. Oh, very. <laughs> and then maybe I can just uh, throw you in my basement. No, okay. Let's bring the other one back, and I'd rather. I mean, not... I could just, you know, just give you a bath and <laughs> sing you a nice bedtime story, and uh, you know, light some candles. That sounds pretty uh, nice. Keep it sweet and. Uh, then light you on fire. Cut to the police station uh, where Samantha goes to because she's just terrified for her life. Hi, I'm here to report uh, someone that is a danger not only to himself, but possibly others. Oh, hi. Yeah, that's me. Are you? Um, 
I w- we were just, you know, playing around, being silly, and uh, got a little out of hand. And um, now uh, my partner here has some third degree burns. I didn't realize um, that uh, it was going to ha- We were trying to get into something sexual and it just turned into yeah. something very frightening. And uh, yeah. yeah, and here I am. It's very weird yeah, that all, uh, all the LSD I, I slipped and he doesn't realize it's been a week. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> scene. <laughs> That was terrifying. You are scary. You are so scary. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Jesus Christ. I love it. I love doing improv with you. <laughs> yeah, as uh, I've been watching, uh, just to finish watching Moon Knight. So you were telling me about was... that, and Oscar Isaac has a bunch of different personalities. I, dude, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't it. seen it yet. Fucking kills it. Oh, Jesus gotta watch. Christ, He's my man dude. crush. He's yeah. my celebrity man crush. Oh my god! Like what a good looking act- acting wise, like yep. the way he like gets down to like the whole like nitty gritty of like understanding like the multiple personality disorder thing. Uh huh. Very on point to like the actual like, you know, like the psychological wow. like depi- yeah, depiction of it. So wow. it's And that's a, how the actual comic book comic book character is. Yeah. Has multiple personality them, them, disorder. Uh yeah, Moon Knight actually has multiple personality that's disorder. Incredible. And that's why um what's his face? The the Egyptian god's able to manipulate him so well. Uh-huh. Is because he's able to talk to the other personalities and tell him what to do, tell them what to do. Yeah. So that way, the 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 base personality doesn't know what's going on. So cool. So he's just like he's like that's crazy. Oh, no, I'm some like crazy innocent person. <gasps> oh, but his other personality's like I'm just gonna fucking kill everyone and be the sh- living shit out of you. <clears throat> Would you say it's the best of the Disney Plus series out there? Because I haven't seen any of them, I, so I have like I'm a blank slate right now. I, the way, um, the way Moon Knight is like as a series, I don't really care for trying to do the character building alongside the plot line uh-huh. type focus thing. I think that kind of gets lost in everything sometimes. Uh, I see. I mean, they do it well, but I'm like, it kind of strays away from like, like I'd rather it just be like separate from the other instead of trying to do it at the same time okay it just gets confusing sometimes it's, it's just convoluted. like Ooh. but i mean at the same time that's how they were trying to have, like explain the whole multiple personality thing of okay. just him like blacking out and just being someone else so i mean like that makes sense but like i just wish they did more of the character building of like his background his background and why he has multiple personalities like uh-huh. more separate okay than the explaining like what's going on in the story but uh, as far as like it, like the show goes, it's pretty good. Um, I still like WandaVision just a lot better. Just First of as all. far as far as like explaining like what Wanda's emotions are going through and how it's affecting her powers and how it's like manipulating. I have this, to like, watch that. alternate realities. It's beautiful. Well, it's the only reason um, why I haven't seen the latest Doctor Strange movies because I haven't seen that one because I hear that's the most important yes, movie to watch. Yeah, you actually have you or should watch, watch WandaVision first. Okay, before because I, I haven't seen Doctor Strange too. Yeah, okay. either. So um, I hear it's good. Yeah, I hear it's, I heard good. it's really good. So yeah. I'm excited. But um, no, WandaVision is probably one of the best. Also, it takes uh, a lot of like the comic book depictions of like the multiverse in Wanda's eyes and uh-huh. Vision's eyes. Because there's like a lot of different like um, like uh, like non-canon like series of like this alternate universes of like Wanda and Vision living in their own happy lives. Mm-hmm. But they were able to take those stories and turn them into like its own uh, MCU canon that actually makes sense 
And I think it's really cool how they like make everything come together in its own way and how it explains everything in the end very beautifully. And it's more of like a, a more just um, introspection of like um, like emotions and mental health and how we deal with grief. Because um, I grieve different, um, Kendrick. Um <laughs> Uh, basically, um, how we, how we grieve and how we go through pain and how we express these things in our own ways. Mm -hmm. And I think that's beautiful. So, um, well yeah. said, I well said. that's like, yeah, it's definitely the, the best out of all the comic book series. That's love it. Right now. I'll so. have to check it out. I love Elizabeth Olsen. Mm -hmm. Would marry her if I could as Scarlet Witch only, but yeah, take uh, that Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get enough love. Right. Yeah. They're it's all like. like we're into fashion. We're super into fashion, and we like already have all that full house money. Eh, shut up. Whatever. Whatever. We like your sister. All right, like let's, your sister better. Yeah. let's get out of here. We still have a movie to talk about. Baddies, this week yeah, we watch Enter the Void. <laughs> a very trippy Gaspar Noe film that is a two and a half hour movie of just straight trippiness and anxiety inducing footage mm -hmm. that we'll get into it's it's freaking awesome thank you for bringing that movie to us but yeah check it out um baddies we love you greg thank you for filling in for alejandro and we'll have you back in the future of course and until next time we'll see you later um we love you baddies bye bye